Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. going on Steelers Nation and it is time for that final segment of today's show. Arthur Mo, Wesley Euler, Steelers Blitz and this is what we do but more importantly whenever we get to the third segment traditionally we turn it over to you guys. So today does not seem like a good day to break tradition so in the words of the multiple time Super Bowl winning coach Andy Reach, Time's yours. It is. Arthur Motes, few tweets here to get to today. As always, the power grid and the megawatts. They've done a, a good plethora of a good good palettes of uh, of options here. Some about mm-hmm. the draft, some about some teams that we think might be up or down in the AFC and the NFC. Um, and then, of course, a couple random questions as the people always like to throw in, especially this time of year as well, too. So let's get to it. Uh, Sensei tweets us and says... Um, you know, I, I I was reading some rumors or some reports that maybe part of the reason why Christian Gonzalez didn't go as high as people thought he was going to in the draft is because he lacked that dog in him. <laughs> Just your guys' thoughts when we hear things like this. You know, Motsi, it's funny. Like, I remember people were saying the same thing about Trevor Lawrence when he came out of the draft, <laughs> right. right? Like, oh, Trevor Lawrence, really good football player, but does he love football? You know, does he eat, sleep, drink, breathe football? Right. I don't. I I haven't seen this same thing with Christian Gonzalez. I don't know if you have, but maybe that's part of the reason. I I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I, and you'll speak better to this than I will. So I'll get out of the way here in a second because you're the one with you're the good, decade of NFL bro. experience. You're good man. Like, uh, you. I, I want. I want the guys on my team to be in love with football. Right. But I also know that not everybody in the not all you know thousand guys who are in the NFL eat, sleep, drink, and breathe right. football. It's just not. It's just not the case. So. I don't think that that would be enough to scare me away from Christian Gonzalez if I really thought that he was going to help my team and, and be a solid player. But if it's a coin flip between two guys, and I think one is a film junkie and loves the game and doesn't care about how many followers he has on Instagram and doesn't care about being famous and all that, right? Just football, football, football. Doesn't yeah, care co- about being famous. If it's, a coi- <laughs> if it's a coin flip, I'm going to go with that. Like, you know what I mean? If it's a coin flip, I know, I'm, I know exactly I'm going to go. Yeah. 
I'm going to go with the Sidney Crosby type. You know what I mean? Who just has his head in the game all the time and isn't doing celebrity stuff and social media stuff and all that. Like, But that's only if it's a coin flip. But tell me how you, you feel about this, you know, taking guys who have that dog in them and love the game versus maybe shying away from someone who doesn't. All right. First off, um, I'm not a fan of the report just because it's not really done with good taste. Hmm. You drop this after the draft. It's nothing good going to come from it. The team that picked them loved them. So does it really matter to that team? No. And for the teams that speculate about this quote unquote dog or the lack thereof, what does the tape show? Does the tape show somebody that is soft, shine away from context, get to be productive? Or does the tape show an elite talent that will go up there, take the football away, lock you down man to man, and is not afraid to hit you? So when we talk about this dog, it's like that became the new buzzword, the new hot thing to say around here, you know what I mean, the past couple of years. Have that dog in them. You know what I mean? I get it. But there are plenty of ultra-talented dudes that, like you talk about, man, they don't eat, sleep, and breathe football. They don't obsess over this thing, and that doesn't make them any less of a dog than the guy that does. To me, Christian Gonzalez is a heck of a football player, regardless of – you know, how somebody might have an opinion on him because he doesn't want to have a, a snarl on his face when he's playing. He might want to smile. I smiled every time I was out there. Does that mean I didn't have a dog in me? You got some people about me. I think Heinz Ward, Heinz Ward you know smiled I mean? a lot. Does that yeah. mean he didn't have a dog in him? You know what I mean? So it's like we could gauge that how we want to gauge it. I think that's going to be more of a, a case-by-case personal opinion on a player, determine if the person has that dog in him or not. But – I could assure you if he was on our roster, we wouldn't be over here like, man, he suck. I don't want him on our team. He ain't got that. Like, nah, he's a dope player. That's why, you know, he was taken as high as he was because of his talent. But that's like my big thing with, you know, that whole comment is I'm just not a fan of that type of reporting because it just it seems like it's coming from a negative space. And it's just kind of like, what's the purpose of that? Even if that is valid, even if the the person that had put that report on had a very valid reason, man, we were in a workout and this dude quit on me. It's like, okay, well, he done went through this whole combine process, pre-draft process where y'all have exercised every piece of resource you have to know every detail about this guy. None of this came out before that. Right. So why now? That's what I was thinking too. If I would have heard about this during combine, during the combine process, it makes sense. And we've heard some of that stuff. Jalen Carter, that's legitimate. When they talk about some of his character flaws, that's legitimate. When you talk about his desire to actually stay committed to football once he gets paid, those are legitimate Mm -hmm. questions based on his actions. They talked about that stuff with Orlando Brown when he came out. Does this guy really love football enough or is he just a talented big dude? It made sense. Whereas with this, it's almost like, like what happened? Did somebody miss out on him, and now you want to just drop something because you pissed off with like, with the Patriots? Like I, I don't, I don't like. Right. That's the part for me where I'm just like, I'm not a fan of that. I'm with you on it that. It could be valid, but I'm just not a fan of that type of report, and then especially on a rookie. It's like, man, if you go do it, do it to a vet. Do it to somebody that's been in the league, somebody that's handled it, right. somebody that's accustomed to it. Not to a if young he's, cat. If he's, this is his first introduction. If he's though, lazy you know? and not, you know, putting his whole self into it this season, then okay, yeah. you know what I mean. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. That that stuff always seems like it's conveniently timed and and yeah, you know, that, like that's that's the OG alumni in me that comes out like that. I'm just not a fan of that for like 
young dudes coming into the league. Yeah. There's already a lot wait, that he's dealing with. And it's wait like, and see, right? what's the purpose of that? Yeah, what's the purpose of that? Yeah. Because he go and out you, here and he's firing up people year one. Nobody's going to be talking about he don't have a dog in him. Exactly. And you know what? You've talked about yeah. it too, just how insane the process is for guys to go from their last year of college oh my gosh, through the draft man. process it, it into the whirlwind. It is a whirlwind. You feel so, so unsettled. It's yeah, it's certainly possible he just had a bad day. Yeah. You know, in front of one like, team or one scout or one person, he just had a bad day and now let's just someone's talk running. Context, Wes. Let's just talk context. Travel. When you travel. Is it typically a stressful situation or is it typically a non-stressful situation? It's, it's well, never non like, it's never non-stressful you know, unless you're riding on like, the Steelers, right. unless you're riding on the Steelers Express. It's like, okay, are we gonna be really stressed or medium stressed? You right. know, but that's right. travel. What do you think this kid's been doing since his last game this season? You're traveling. You're workouts and travel and meeting Work and workouts travel. and combines and pro days and Evaluations. meetings and travel and and, and, and an evaluation is like what? It's almost like an interrogation. We've talked about this before. They poke pride as every single tough question mentally and then put you on that field and stress you out physically, not just at the combine, but on your private workouts as well. All of this is going on around the clock during this time. So once again, when you say, could a guy have a bad day? Could a guy could just have a bad day. be in the mood? It's like, <laughs> dude, when you talk about the context, you're more surprised when dudes don't have bad days. That's why everybody looked at me kind of crazy. Like, you smile through all this? Like, most of us are grumpy and you're smiling. Because it's like, yeah, man, I'm just happy to be here. I'm That's not all you can do, here. right? <laughs> but it's like, dude, this sucks. Like, you're lit. Yeah. Man, you're coming from a workout. and you're. I'd never forget this. Coming from a workout, I'm drenched in sweat. No time to shower. And I'm throwing on a suit because I don't have enough room in my bag to get on this flight to go fly to get to my next workout. And it's just like, that's the stuff you're doing yeah. And you're it's going right. from the East Coast to the West Coast yeah. in different time zones. And, and this is all why like, you don't know where your future is going to be because you don't know which team is going to draft you. But you know you're going to be leaving from Oregon because there's no professional team there. So now yeah, you're, you're not going staying from in Oregon, Oregon right. to, to New England. It's like, bro, this is what goes on during this time frame, man. So, yeah, could a guy have a bad day? Could a guy so have a bad interview? Absolutely. Honestly, could, that man. was one of the things that I yeah. thought, too. It's just, you're, it's it's certainly possible he just had a bad day, bad interview. Maybe he's just Flight was canceled and, this is all and delayed he's a bunch 21, of times. 22 years old. And he's, so you're not and even like a mature adult. Right. You're still and coming he's on, into this thing. He's on three hours of sleep in yeah. some city that he's never been to before, working out with some training staff that he's never right. met before. I mean, and it's, you got it's, people either telling you you're great or you're overrated. Correct. <laughs> correct. Like, that's where he You're either the best prospect or you, you overrated. You ain't good like that. Yeah. So it's let's like, let's 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 yeah. wait. Let's wait and see. Let's give him a little time here before we make any uh, sweeping yeah. conclusions. I, guess, I think so, that's sorry, well sorry for sounding like an old man over here. No, like you're said, right, that's, though. That's you're just the OG right. in me, man. When, when we talk to my, my, my young NFL cats, them little dudes, I'm like, man, come on, bro. Not in your Come on, man. man. Just, come on, man. man. At, at least wait till midseason before you start doing the slander reporting. You know? That's right. Right. Exactly. Like, at least get on. a body of work there. Yeah. Uh, Steel Nation 920, our buddy in Wisconsin. Uh, says super pumped for schedule release on Thursday. Can't wait mm -hmm. to get some tickets. Yeah, we're excited for that as well too. Obviously, Thursday night, uh, the schedule coming out the eleventh. Uh, Thursday the eleventh, the NFL schedule. Man, that's like out. the second best thing the NFL does on Thursday nights. I tell you what, uh, third best. Okay, first round of the NFL draft was was mm -mm, number two. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Is that number nope. one? No, the draft is third. I Everybody knows games, Thursday I night football games, is number one, I man. I thought Thursday night football was number three. No, Thursday night football is number one, man. That's the best. 
Um, uh, 920 also says, I watched the Kevin James, Sean Payton movie with my daughter. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad, but I also wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, it's like Disney cheesy. Like, you got to know what you're walking into. If you go in with the, I'm watching Disney. Yeah, if you think of it like a Disney movie, and we know Disney, like, and not not big budget Disney. Like, think like straight to DVD Disney. Like, it's one of the, you know what I mean? So it's like, like how he says it wasn't bad but i wouldn't watch it again like i know i know exactly what you mean it's it's like with all due respect you're not ugly you're just you you know (laughs) you're just you you, you're different yeah yeah it's like hey i saw the movie it was it was whatever but i i'm not i'm not itching to to watch it again or anything like that a couple couple a couple ones a couple quick hitters here from 920 all right uh if you guys had to pick, who is the current worst team in the AFC and in the NFC? Ooh. All right. AFC, I still go Houston because, granted, they brought in, you know, Stroud and Anderson. But those are two rookies that they're going to be dependent on playing a major role and not making mistakes. And it's just yep. extremely hard when you're a rookie to come in this league and be the guy and do it over 17 games without making mistakes while having a rookie head coach. New OC, new DC, a lot, a, of lot, a lot of moving parts. A lot of now, moving granted, parts. Now, granted, they're in a, a division that they could easily come out of this thing. They could. But at the same time, it's just like, man, those are a lot of moving parts on a very a lot young of team parts. that doesn't have a parts. history of having success either. So I would say them in the AFC. And then in terms of the NFC, um, probably going to go with, uh, yeah, the commanders right now, man. I need, I need to see, you know, what that situation is going to look like. Um, You can make a case for uh, Tampa. I think they're another Certainly. one because the quarterback situation. Arizona. Carolina, Arizona. Ah, I still am back and forth for Arizona because I'm like, if Kyler is out there, Kyler's still going to win game. That gets like, you a, high, a floor. Yeah. 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 But I'm thinking of these, some of these NFC teams with no quarterback, like Green Bay, potentially. Like, we actually with Jordan Love over 17 looks like, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great call, them, actually. Uh, so NFC, I'm with you. Like, I would think about the Cardinals, but just having a a decent quarterback, I think, helps a long way in this conversation. They've because like they've the Cardinals a, and the Bears are kind of like on part, and that's it. yes. Like, could like, a quarterback win them win enough. enough games yeah. that they're not picking in the top three next year right. or anything like that? Um, I could certainly see it. So I think I'm, I'm with you. I would go Bucks or I would go Commanders. Um, uh, man, those. Those rosters are are pretty picked through, yeah. and there's a lot of unknown at the quarterback situation. Maybe I would side. Maybe I'd go Commanders just because. I mean, I, I would rather have Baker Mayfield than the unknown of yeah. what Washington's dealing with right now. But yeah. uh, man, have the Bucks lost a lot the last couple years? Mm-hmm. Um, and even you know some of their even some of their better players um, like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. some of those guys aren't necessarily what they were three you know three four years yeah. ago. So I think I'm with you on and that. Devin White still want to get traded. That's right. That's what I mean. Like it's it's yeah. a real it's a real turning of the page and starting a new era there in Tampa Bay, certainly as well. Um, and then in the AFC, I'm with you. I think it's the Texans without a doubt. Like I guess I could I could throw the Colts into the conversation, but I think mm-hmm. I well because oh, they have a lot the of they have a lot of <laughs> but that's a thing. Like they have a lot of the same uncertainties with the quarterback and with the coaching staff and some of those things. But they also have some dudes that are proven in this league. Yeah. They've got they've got a couple very good offensive linemen, including Quentin Nelson. They've got a good mm-hmm. running back. They've they've got Shaq on the on the defensive side of the football. Let's go. 
Um, so I at least like some of what they've got on their roster. So I'll go with the Texans there as well, too. I mean, that that's a pretty easy one, I, I think, mm-hmm. with Houston. Could see the upside now and could see it coming together. But right now, as we stand here today, yeah, it's it's a lot of unproven young guys who are going to have to take their lumps and going and gonna to have to learn on the fly. Yeah. Um, and then last one from 920, he says, I need to know your hot take team that you think is going to jump up a level this season. I don't even know if that needs to be a hot take, but a team this season that you think is going to level up, Arthur Mouse. So by that, are we going didn't make the playoffs last year? Like, like are, yeah. the, are the Jets viable in this conversation? Because they didn't make the playoffs, but they were right on the fringe. Or is, does it need to be somebody who was like further See, down? See, I was thinking pick? more like bottom barrel, like Detroit. I was thinking more Detroit's like... Detroit's a good one. Like Detroit's that a good type, one. you know what I mean? Detroit's um, a good one. How about the Jags? Although they made the playoffs. They won a playoff game last year. Yeah, they won a playoff game. Yeah. Okay, I got an answer. I got an answer for you that people aren't gonna like. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> yeah. But see, to me, like, were they a bad team or were they injured? They were injured, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like I, I look at them kind of like that. Like the Jets is different because obviously the free agency pickup. And there is no guarantee that just because Aaron Rodgers is there, that they're gonna make the jump. We saw that obviously with Denver. Are we over here saying that Denver's going to make a big jump this year? No, because I'm not buying I mean? that. So, I'm not buying. I think they so won't could, be a disaster like they were last yeah. year, but I'm not buying a playoff team or anything. Yeah. So, like, I think of like Detroit's that a good call. Of it, Detroit's um, a good call by you, actually. Aaron Rodgers is like, out of the division. Me, yeah. Well, and because like they've done a good job of building their culture the right way. Like they have a team that reflects their coach. They're very scrampy. They kind of remind me of Tennessee a couple of years ago. Good call. Like. Yeah. Even though they just don't have the Derrick Henry. But it reminded me of Tennessee a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And you look at some of the pieces that they brought in, though, this year. Jamar, uh, Jameer Gibbs, they're trying to see, can they make it work like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. No. That's a good call by you. Uh, maybe the Dolphins I'd throw in this conversation, too. Mm-hmm. But again, like I feel like the answer to this almost has to be an NFC team. Because the AFC is yeah. such a log jam. Like, there's got to be some... Yeah, we'll talk about the Eagles and we'll talk about the Niners, but there has to be somebody else that emerges out of the NFC as, yeah. as a viable... Cowboys, maybe, but they made the playoffs last year. They won a playoff game last yeah. year. Uh, let me see who else. I like I like the Detroit call by you. I think that's a good one. If we're, if we're going... Can you throw the Rams in the, there? Ooh... Uh, it's a big unknown with Stafford, how how healthy yeah, he, I don't, he is. I don't think they do it, but I'm like, they're one of them candidates. If we're going just by the guidelines of it, it has to be a team that didn't make the playoffs last right. year. Uh, I think, the, and, and I'm gonna, not going to say the Jets either, because that's too easy. I think I would go Detroit, and I think I would go Miami. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. And I'm going to leave Baltimore out of that too, because you're right. They were just yeah. injured last year. Yeah, because I'm like, if Lamar is out there, they're in the postseason. Correct. But that Correct. was the thing. And even with that, they made the postseason and were what? Correct. A Tyler Huntley fumble at the goal line away from winning against the team that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, oh, no, no, no. Lost in the AFC Championship game this year. Excuse me. Because the Chiefs <laughs> obviously went to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. But it's like, Baltimore still was in that. They still was in the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Yes, yes, indeedy. Those are some good questions. All right, last one here, our buddy Andrew with three questions, as always, Arthur Motes. Mm-hmm. All right, here, as we are uh, got a couple minutes left here. First one from Andrew, I like this. When you get some free time, what is your favorite thing to do? I like that oh, one. I like man, that one. I would probably say, all right, the cheesy answer, which is the truthful answer, is hang out with my family. Love doing okay. that, man. Me and wifey doing something cool, whether it's a day date. 
catching up on a like TV show soap opera, like that's our thing. But selfishly, I'm either playing Call of Duty or I like to kick back my feet in my little like man cave. I'll throw on YouTube and I'll put on like free diving videos or deep sea snorkeling videos okay. where you can like see all the different I fish, like that. I see like the wells that. and stuff. It's almost like you exploring. And I get down here and I just kind of vibe out and be exploring while they exploring. That's like my thing. And they usually have some cool music in the background it. or I'll I mute it, it. and That's then put great. on like some, some like my own music. And it's That's like, great. I'm having my own little like <laughs> snorkeling because deep down, all right, I'm going to be transparent. I hate the deep ocean. I'm scared of what I can't see down there. I don't like how deep and dark it is. And you look Agreed. at some of the charts, like how deep it goes. It's like, oh man, you can be deeper down there than on Mount Everest. I'm like, bro, that freaks me out, man. And some of the- But you watch somebody else do it. Oh yeah, I watch, I watch the heck out of somebody else. In my mind, I'm down there with them. I was watching free diving records. Oh, I can go 170 meters. Make sure you breathe. One whole breath, you know what I mean? Like I was- Pack my lungs with air. Like I learned all of that, but I can never do that because I'm too chicken. So I live vicariously through that. Okay. So, so that's why. That's why. Buddy, man. You, if we being fully transparent, that's what be going on in in Casa de Mos. I like how you said your first thing was spend time with the family. Like when I heard free time, my thought was by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Say catch up on TV shows, play some video games as well, too. Mozi and I both have that in common. I will say, though, I'm 32 years old now, and so maybe this is the dad thing coming out of me. But when I have some free time, I really like just putting on some music done. Putting, sorry, putting some music on and getting, some, music some, and getting yeah. some stuff done around the house. So, like, put some tunes on and uh, like cook some, you know, get some dinner ready, cook some dinner, yeah. cook a meal, something like that. Put some tunes on. And, uh, you know, like we've got some some like raised gardens in our backyard where we grow like some vegetables and basic stuff like that. You know, go out there and pick some veggies, do some weeding, cut the grass, whatever, that type of thing. Like I, I do truly enjoy doing that. Like it's if I put some music on, put a podcast on, it is relaxing and enjoyable to me in a way. Uh, even just like cleaning up the kitchen or vacuuming the house, like stuff like that. I really it's weird. I know I'm in my 30s and I'm a dad now, but. If I can just put my tunes on and kind of escape in my own world for an hour, I, I do enjoy that. It's like a good mental reset for me. Shout, shout out to old man Wes over here, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to old I man know, Wes, I know. man. I, I now love I got to go, go get my, my new balances ready for, uh, on, for the man. rest of the day. T- team dad hat, man. Team dad hat. <laughs> number, number two from Andrew. What is the most difficult thing that you have to do almost every day? Jeez, I like this one. Take the trash sure. out. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> Make sure my daughter survives. That's fine. All right. I just got to make sure she survives. Keep my daughter alive. I look at that dang on trash can every day. Like, man, how does it get filled up so quick? I just took it out the night before, man. <laughs> I hate taking the trash out. Oh my, I do it. I'm gonna do it, but I might complain. I'm, I'm, I definitely complain while doing what I got to do. That's been my mo since football. Everybody knows Moat's gonna do all his runs. He's gonna do all his workouts, but he is going to complain every step of the way. That is me. Okay, that is me. So I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna complain about that trash. I, I don't know why. It's just I don't like taking the trash out, bro. I love it, but I do it. I, it. I do it every time, but gotta, I don't like. You gotta it. do it. You gotta be the family man sometimes. Yeah, but I definitely don't like it though. Yeah, mine is just running after my daughter and her wearing me out every single day and making sure she's fed and safe and healthy and happy and all those good things last one from andrew here now this is a good you and i we've discussed a lot of things on the show throughout this five almost going on six year history now mm-hmm. 
But Arthur Motes, Andrew wants to know, and now I really want to know too. Do you have any phobias? Yeah, um, I'm scared of heights, man. Yeah, hate, 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 hate heights, man. Um, that's my thing, man. I don't have any like spiders or bugs or anything like that. But for me, it's heights. Hate heights and hate the deep, deep ocean because it's no different than being super high up in the air. Except it's just super deep, deep down in the water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if my feet can't touch the ground or I can't jump and land safely, I don't want to do it. Okay. Like, I hate it. But at the same time, I do all the dumb stuff like, oh, yeah, let's go and, and skydive. Well, let's yeah. Yeah, roll, roller coaster, sit in the front seat. Like, Good for you. I do all the dumb stuff. Like You face your yeah. fear head on. You don't hide from it. You run towards well, it. Be, because my problem is my, my mind is geared janky. So the fear element is real. But my what I like to call my forget it meter. Sure. It, it, it is broken, so it, it it's not it don't tick the way it's supposed to tick. So that might be, like, that hey, might be man, why you had a decade long career in the yeah. NFL. <laughs> it's like it's like, hey man, you should be fearful. You should not. And I'd be like, ah, and I'm all right. You know what I mean? That's the forget it meter. So yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, for me, it's wasps, bees, hornets, anything man, that you fly. Sound like, I, sound like I'm watching my my girl. Jeez, anything that I am anything Culkin. That, Anything that flies and can sting me is is a pho- is a is a phobia. I hate mm. wasps. I hate hornets. I hate like I'm go I'm snakes, mice, centipedes, whatever. I'm 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 good with it. Like I'll pick up a snake and toss it out of the house, no problem. I'm good. But if I'm outside and there's a hornet around, I'm I'm skipping out of there like like I'm in sixth grade, like wow. on the playground. I <laughs> imp- when I was like twelve years old at recess, I got stung on the nose by a by a right on the beak. Hornet, oh, right no. on the beak. And it was swollen for like a week and it was embarrassing Yikes. and it was Probably scary. Was red. Yeah. Ever yeah, ever since like then. The clown over there, man. Ever ever since then, <laughs> I uh yes, that that would be my phobia. Jeez. Also, if I'm being completely honest with you people and just upfront this is not a bit for the show. This is completely honest. Honest. Losing my hair would be another one. <laughs> because I am 32 years old. The good hair has been such a part of my brand that I've carved out in radio. All right. I still have it at a pretty show. Like I'm operating a little bit. I'm operating though at like a 93% capacity with my hair. Okay. It's thinned a little bit. It's maybe a little bit in the corner, but it's still, I'm, I'm still chugging over 90% here, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if I you know if I started losing my hair, that would be ooh, I tell you what, that, that, that would that be rough for the funny, brand yeah. and the pride and you know all those different things. I'm not in great shape, Arthur Motes. I get acne on my face, but as long as I got the good hair, I'm I'm surviving, baby. That is funny, man. That is funny. Oh, I love it though. I love it. So that was good. That was that good, that was the good case, times man? yours. We touched on say, everything with, there. With that being the case, man, we we go tap out just like that, man. So a uh, big time shout out to the producer of today's show, Mr. Wesley Euler. Uh, we're not going to get our Knicks Lakers final, I don't think. But one last time, Bing Bong. Uh, no jinxing anything. We're just going to let both series play out the way they're supposed to play out. Okay, one game at a time. One game at a time. But next up on the list, besides Lakers and Six, we have to shout out the Power Grid, the Megawatts. Man, your participation, always flawless, from the heart, means a lot. Yes. And last, but certainly not least, you know, because with some of these series out there, you got to get it one, two, three times. All right. So the third person I'm going to shout out today is Mr. Wesley Eula, my partner in crime, one time for the culture. 
Arthur Motes, it's always lovely on a Tuesday. I tell you what, you're getting pretty you're getting pretty good at this thing, this hosting thing. I tell you what, I hope it's not too stressful though. Keep those stress levels down. You got to keep my stress level down. Woosa and now. Woosa. Woosa. But with that being the case, man, that is going to do it for today's show. But we always appreciate you. And you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and the goal. Stillers. Mm-hmm. Nation. Okay. Radio. Well, there it is. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.